the volume. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. The Colin Cowherd Podcast brought to you by FanDuel. It's never been easier to play fantasy on FanDuel. Whether you love basketball, golf, soccer, or any fantasy sport, there is a contest for every fan. FanDuel, more ways to win. Hi, everybody. Welcome in to our Monday morning podcast. A giddy Matt Mosley who covers the Cowboys and Baylor football. Oh, good hell. He'll be unbearable this week. He's going to be joining us in uh, 10 minutes. Well, let me first talk Patriots-Browns. Shocked by the outcome. Now, I say shocked. The Jags beat the Bills and Carolina destroyed Arizona. I'm not shocked by much. But it was the way the trouncing and the way it came to fruition. I, I said this about six weeks ago. Baker's career is going to be boiled down to about a six, seven game stretch when he plays against his peers. And I said he's going to play against Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Mac Jones, and Lamar Jackson twice. He was not as good as Justin Herbert. He was completely outdueled by Mac Jones today. He's got to at least split those games. Andrew Barry, this GM, will not make the mistake the Eagles did with Wentz or the Rams did with Goff. He did not draft Baker Mayfield. He is showing patience. And this was an interesting game. Second time against Belichick, second time Baker plays poorly. He's 26 now. You know, the numbers on Belichick, 25-year-old quarterbacks and younger, he owns. Okay, Baker's now 26. Baker's got a lot of snaps in this league. He has, even without his top two running backs, much better offensive personnel than Mac Jones had. And Mac Jones was clearly the superior quarterback. This is my question about Baker. Right tackles out, running backs out, 
How are you going to do on the road? Not well. Listen, I think Mac Jones and Baker are both minivans. Mac's just the deluxe version with Wi-Fi. And what Mac Jones is doing, you see this linear progression. He is getting better every two weeks. I mean, you're literally seeing it since the second half against the Houston Texans. This kid looks like he's been in this league for several years. That's how I felt about Justin Herbert as a rookie. You were seeing leaps every two and three weeks. With Baker, it's a roller coaster. One of the kids I always liked, Sam Darnold, it's a roller coaster. The really good ones can struggle early. They plateau for a couple, three or four weeks. Then they start making these little jumps and little jumps. Right now, Baker Mac Jones, Andrew Berry, GM Browns, who do you draft? There is no question who he drafts. It's not a question we need to ask anymore. Baker, playing with a lead, playing with a full deck, is a very competent quarterback. I mean, people went crazy last week. He had 14 completions. But Baker trailing against an elite coach or a defense, missing a right tackle, maybe a back or two, on the road, can't do it. We don't need to keep asking these questions. Darnold can't do it. Either can Baker. He's just a better version. And I also think we got to give credit here to New England. You start looking around the AFC. They don't have the ceiling of Buffalo. They don't explode over the top like a Kansas City at their best. Start looking at the AFC, though. What do you think of Baltimore today? What do you think of Cleveland and Pittsburgh? I start looking around the AFC. I think we have to have a discussion. Tennessee is probably the most consistent team with New England in the entire conference. Can we say that now? It's three, four straight games for New England. Tennessee and New England are the most consistent teams in the AFC. Buffalo is the most talented and has the ability to explode on a pretty regular basis. There's a Mike Tyson quality sometimes to Buffalo. If they get the lead, I mean, they they knock you out. I mean, they've got a lot of weapons. They're hyper-aggressive. they got a great pass rush. But I think we have to start talking now about New England as a top three team. It's nuts in the AFC. We knew Brady would win the divorce first year because he chose the team he got to go to. And he got the Patriots off guard a little. Right now, they're in my top three. New England is. And I'll, and I'll be honest. You start watching them now, they look a lot like Brady's Patriots. They do. They check all the boxes. No penalties, no drops. They run the ball. They catch the ball. They don't make mistakes. You don't get any freebies. They win time of possession. This is looking like the Patriots with Brady a couple of years ago. They got in. They didn't win the Super Bowl, but they got in. They lost to Tennessee, but it felt like a team that was capable of winning a playoff game or two. I want to talk about Green Bay and Seattle. There is an understanding that Aaron Rodgers will probably test the waters after the season. I do not think he can do better, in my opinion, than Green Bay. They develop offensive lines as good as anybody in the NFL, not named the Patriots. He's got a number one receiver and two very capable backs. A.J. Dillon now is a great compliment back to Aaron Jones. Cross our fingers on Aaron Jones' health. He left that game early. He's got an offensive coach, great home field advantage, And I think the defense this year is the best the Packers have had since their Super Bowl winning year. Let's talk about Russell Wilson. 
I've been told by people I trust in the Pacific Northwest, he's not happy. He wants an offensive coach. He doesn't feel like he has a creative offense. He has some say in it, but not as much as he'd like. We all assume Aaron Rodgers is going to really test the waters. I would not be in the least surprised after that Jordan Love appearance against the Chiefs if Green Bay moved Jordan Love, got a fifth, sixth round pick, and re-signed Aaron Rodgers. Wouldn't be surprised. By the way, Aaron got some really, really ugly press not being vaccinated. It made him look too hip for the room and kind of selfish. What is the one way to garner some affection, not only in Green Bay, but the NFL? Resign with the Packers, make an announcement, I'm finishing my career in Green Bay. Feels like, oh, he's a team guy. He's a family guy. We got his back. Right? After all that negative press, what's the one thing he could do? He'd be supported. He'd have a fan base that loves him. I mean, hasn't he pissed off enough people? You go back to Green Bay, you sign a four-year deal, you move the money around. I'm all in. He wins another Super Bowl. He's got two first ballot Hall of Famer. He doesn't want to end his career like Favre and be choppy. I mean, I know we look at Tom Brady at Tampa and go, oh, this is the way it's going to work. It's not the way it works. Go back to Montana. Go back to Favre. You can win some games. It's usually really choppy. I think Russell Wilson, on the other hand, folks, it's getting worse. I mean, Aaron's getting to NFC championships. Russell's one and done in the playoffs. Pete Carroll is 70. He's a defensive coach. He gave up two firsts for Jamal Adams. The offensive line is average. Green Bay's is almost always excellent. You watch Russell Wilson. It's not creative. Very little motion. Very dependent on him making a play with his feet. That is a story. I, I'm 50-50 on Russell Wilson as a Seahawk next year. And I think there's a lot of suitors. I'm excited to watch OBJ with the Rams on Monday Night Football. With the loss of Robert Woods, he becomes very important. They have no depth at wide receiver. Uh, they lost Atwell, the rookie, the speedster earlier this year. It was like a punt return against Houston, shoulder injury. So they have Cooper Cup, Van Jefferson, who's off to a good start, OBJ, and then a rookie out of Notre Dame, big kid. And that's it. And they got no depth. I think it's still a strength for the team, but we know OBJ is brittle. Um, do I think he makes them a different offense? No, I don't think you'll see them in 11 personnel as much. My people inside the Rams say they're going to do different things with OBJ. This is going to free up some different looks. He is really good with the ball in his hands. Um, I was also interested to see Cam Newton with the Carolina Panthers. OBJ and Cam, always loved by players. A lot of flash, a lot of fun, big brands. When Cam got picked up by Carolina, there was a lot of doubters. And I said Friday on the herd, I said, I think he brings energy. There's a, there's a Westbrook quality to him. Players love him. And, you know, Westbrook drives me nuts, but he gives you minutes. He gives you production. Players love him. He plays hard. He's there every night. I kind of feel like Cam Newton was the right call. A, he's better than the options. Now look around. With that defense and running game, they beat Arizona. Y'all realize the bottom of the NFC is weak, right? The top's great. The bottom's weak. I think you can get in eight and nine, probably not seven and 10, eight and nine. With that defense, that running game, that coach and Cam Newton, I wouldn't want to play him. 
You'd go in as a big favorite if you were Tampa. We just watched Washington beat Tampa. If I was Green Bay, I wouldn't want to face that defense. No thanks. I'm the Rams. I got pushed around by Tennessee's front. I wouldn't want to face Carolina's defense, Cam Newton. It's a tough matchup. They're different. McCaffrey, Cam, that defense, Matt Rule, DJ Moore. So I think he's better than what they have. I think the offense Matt Rule will run with Cam is going to be a very physical offense. And I think it matches their defense. But OBJ, I think he's going to be pretty good with the Rams. Cam, I think he's going to be pretty good with Carolina. All right, he's going to be a little obnoxious. Matt Mosley, his Cowboys, covered him. One of my favorite bets of the week. I took four dogs and the Dallas Cowboys. Let's bring in Mosley. He's been covering the Cowboys forever. Baylor alum. So I want to I want to let people hear my drink. I poured my first cocktail. I'm not saying it's my last. Mosley, because I knew. I don't pick favorites much in the NFL, but you could kind of feel this one. Dan Quinn, his old team, little chip on his shoulder. You know, it's funny, Matt, because it's not that Dallas lost. It, they were so physically dominated by Denver. You did have a feeling this week, I imagine, as somebody who covers the team, it did feel like they were going to bounce back. Was this kind of – I mean, it was so lopsided, but did you see it coming a little? Yeah, I'm glad to know you uh, You called this shot. Um, I I did see it. I don't think I knew it was going to be this dominant, but I thought they were embarrassed. The Quinn factor, and of course, they did the game ball and did all the things you would expect them to do after the game. But I, I think this one, um, I, I th- if we, when we're at the Super Bowl and we're hanging, where is it? You're part of the world in Los Angeles. Um, yeah. This if they they'll look back at that Denver game yeah. as as major major crossroads sort of big moment. But I think the best thing for Cowboys fans is I think it's a freak out. It's one thing to get beat. I think there's a freak out factor when your quarterback looks that confused and yes. he's throwing those kinds of passes. Like I think we've sort of taken him for granted, and even you who doubted him for years. Has, yeah. has finally put him in that elite category. And so to see him backslide and have a horrible game is just weird. Today, he did everything he needed to. They, they were, their defense was dominant. And the best yeah. thing you can say for them is they, they, again, lost another really good player. Yeah, looks like a pretty heavy pour that you had there. Um, yeah, very they, strong pour. They, um, they lost Randy Gregory. And I think we've covered this in the past. I mean, he's become one of their best players. Oh, yeah. And it didn't even seem like they missed him. Like the, you know, Atlanta and Atlanta early on looked like they were just going to throw to Kyle Pitts all day. He's like 17, yeah. 18, 17. And then they never did anything the rest of the game. Yeah. All right. Monday night matchup. FanDuel Sportsbook's about to make it even bigger because FanDuel's given new customers 30 to 1 odds on either team to win. That means you can end the NFL week right by winning 150 bucks in a $5 bet. Monday night football game. I'm going to take the Niners plus three and a half and the under 50 and a half. Uh, I think with Robert Woods out, OBJ only a couple of practices in. I think they'll be a little clunky offensively. They have no depth at wide receiver. It's Van Jefferson, Cooper Cup, OBJ, and a kid out of Notre Dame, a rookie. 
so they are perilously thin. It's still a strength, I think, when OBJ gets up and running, but I don't think he'll be ready Monday. I think the more desperate team is the 49ers. So I will take the Niners plus three and a half. Same game parlay. I'll take the under 50 and a half for FanDuel. Listen, FanDuel Sportsbook is the number one rated sportsbook app in America. It's easy to use, safe, fast payouts. Plus, here's the thing. When you win, you get paid in as little as 24 hours. Sign up now. Promo code Colin this week. You win 150 bucks and a $5 bet. Remember to use the promo code Colin. C-O-L-A-N, so they know I sent you exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia or West Virginia. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max refund 10 bucks. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbookfanduel.com. Same game parlay available for multiple sports in all states on mobile slash web. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Jersey, and Virginia. Or call 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. Tennessee red line is 1-800-889-9789. Or go to 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Or call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their BF Goodrich test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com slash colin tirerack.com the way tire buying should be hey guys this is matt jones drew franklin from the fade this podcast we got a great episode coming up picks in all the sports football basketball we do them all but here's a preview of this week's episode do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have Hair plugs. I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like, check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. 
you think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard. But All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. You know, it's funny about this year, um, Matt. It's, It's a really strange year. Brady gets shelled today. Russell Wilson, you know, can't score. Uh, last week, the Bills lost to the Jags, the Ravens beaten by Miami. Uh, the Rams have had a couple of stinkers at home. Carolina destroys Arizona, though it's not with Kyler Murray. But, you know, I was saying this in the prelude to you is that Tennessee and New England now, they don't have the ceiling of Buffalo, but Tennessee and New England are the most consistently good teams in the last month in the AFC. I look over at the NFC. The Rams now without Woods. You cross your fingers on OBJ's health. Um, Their offensive line's been pushed around. Brady's in a little bit of a funk now, back-to-back games. Uh, You start looking at Green Bay. I think it's the best defense they've had in years, but I, I haven't felt all year the offense is right. Last time I had you on, I said this. You take out one game. To me, Dallas is the most consistent team in the NFC. They really are. Arizona... Um, I, I almost give them a bit of a pass, but I we don't have Demarcus Lawrence. We've had injuries. Tyron Smith, mm-hmm. Michael Gallup. Like I I have historically been not anti-cowboy, pretty cynical. This is the first year I can remember since one of Romo's early years that I'm like, oh, this team could win the Super Bowl. Do you feel that today? <laughs> Yeah, the Romo year you would have been talking about was 2007, and and they had a run, and the Giants beat them at the end of the game, and they could they they could have caught a touchdown there, and the Giants went on to win the Super Bowl, and so I do feel like that for the very reasons you talked about. I, I think some of these other teams are so flawed, and you know I I I wrote about this for FoxSports.com this week over on the I, I thought well. Why don't what are they doing on the on the on the offensive line? And that's one thing that McCarthy's being very stubborn on. I thought he should leave the guy at right tackle. Um, Terrence you know, Steele. That Terrence Steele has been so good. And and you could, you know, Lyle Collins could move over the left side. Well, today, Terrence still looked fine. And he just was a fish out of water last week. He'd never really played left tackle, and it felt completely wrong. Well, I another thing that helps is that they have Joe Philbin as their old line coach. They have tried. Jerry, oddly enough, doesn't always do great with assistant coaches. And sometimes they'll just put like ex-Cowboys players or people right. that just kind of aren't that qualified at some of these positions. McCarthy's put together an adult staff. And and so they've got a really good old, you know, old, line, uh, old line coach in Philbin. And so think about this. What they have is sort of part of their staff are filled head coaches. And that sounds like I'm making light of it, but the truth is they've sort of seen it and they know the ups and downs of that. Quinn's been around great defenses. He's at one point, we thought his Atlanta team, you know, they had a chance to win the Super Bowl. So they've sort of seen the top 
And then Philbin saw the bottom when he was with, with the Dolphins, but they're battle tested. And then they have they just have a perfect complement right now of of so I think their coaching staff is sort of something that's maybe not get, getting talked about enough, and I would just say that you and you were one of the first people who brought this up. Parsons is a maniac. Oh, he's, he's just easily mm-hmm. the best athlete on the field in virtually every Cowboy game I've seen. Yeah, in in he's impossible to block. And this is a credit to McCarthy or Quinn, whoever came up with this. So they made the decision to say, you know what? Why don't we let him just line up and go after people? It, it, it made, you know, it made a lot of sense. They gave a safety, Jaron uh, Curse, the yeah. mic in his helmet. And they said, let's just, I mean, that's a lot for a rookie to do, to have to relay yeah. the play, get everybody lined up. Let's give it to a veteran. And now they have this journeyman veteran. I mean, think about all these guys that are playing starring roles. There's a guy named Casey. You know, he was number 18 out there. Curse is number 27. Wilson's number six. And they're just like random sort of okay fringe type players from the past. And Quinn's got them all like meshed together playing really well. Like Vander Esch was supposed to be some great linebacker. Well, he's not that guy, but he's fine. He made plays today. They couldn't run on the Cowboys. And then in the, in the, what's happened is Diggs is so great at his timing and everything. One thing that had slipped against Denver and even the previous week against Minnesota was their takeaways had gone down. Yep. And then today they had a bunch of those. And I do think those yeah. things kind of come in bunches and, that's another thing. Sometimes I have to try a little too hard to find things to brag on McCarthy. But one of the things that he's been good at at Green Bay and now with the Cowboys is turnover margin. And that's nothing to sneeze at. I mean, that's a pretty huge thing in the NFL. Give me where are we at on the Kellen Moore and the Mike McCarthy offensive um, control? Where are they at on that? Give me some insight from Dallas. We, we, we know Kellen calls the plays. What, what is Mike's influence on that over Kellen? Or is it Kellen and Dak's offense? Matt? No, I think, Kellen, I think the best thing he's done is sort of take hands off on all that. Now, he, his analytics group that he holed up with in that barn when he was off for a year, he, he has all the, he's the, he has really, really fallen in love with going for it on fourth down. And I think for the most part, that's worked out for the Cowboys. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter. Fourth and five, fourth and two. You know, he's just not, he's down there at the 30 yard line. You got a chance to kick a, about a 50 yard field goal or whatever. I mean, he's just, he's not even thinking about it. And I think even it happens in games. I think the uh, Atlanta coach got freaked out a little bit early today and was like, he could have taken a field goal to make it seven, six. And he just said, nah, nah, I think I'm going to go for it. And I think it's sometimes another coach can get lured into that. Mike believes in it. And so how that plays out, I've seen this with college teams too, Colin, I, Kellen and him are on such a great page right now that Kellen will start at third and six or third and seven instead of your typical play trying to get a first down if he's on a certain place in the field they'll run the ball and those get it to fourth and two and so they already have a fourth and two play in mind and I, they're not the only ones in the nfl doing it but but he believes in it and and garrett used to kind of flop back and forth oh wait yeah now now i'm gonna go for it i'm gonna be a go for it coach oh no I, now i'm the most conservative guy in the world this guy <laughs> right. has become a go for it coach. 
So I think they're in a good place. Now, what will happen if Kellen gets hired somewhere? He's going to have every opportunity in the world. Everybody wants to hire him. TCU has nobody. They want to hire him. Washington, I, I, I just think I saw earlier today, is uh, UW is, is firing its coach. And um, and so, I mean, he's from that part of the world. Everybody's going to go yeah. after this guy. Now, he'll end up in the NFL somewhere. So we'll see. McCarthy may, if they go with a new coach, McCarthy may want to be the bigger voice again like he was in Green Bay. That might be what he wants to do. But to his credit, he has not like big footed this guy at all. It's like, I think Kellen's doing a nice job. And the other thing is he understands Kellen and Dak have some kind of like buddy type thing going. And it's a very, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a great, it's a great relationship. Like I think Jerry might, I don't know if it'll work, but he used to do, he did this with Sean Payton and Mike Zimmer years and years ago. Jerry may try to uh, blow this guy away with a number to keep him like, like, well, that's why I just go. You can be a head coach anytime I want to. And, and, but then it gets tricky because that number may be the exact same number he's paying McCarthy. And that's where it gets a little dicey. Well, listen, um, what are they paying McCarthy? Five and a half? Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, five, five, some five and a half, six. So they may, they may uh, what do they do with Scott Frost? They may approach him about a restructure. Nothing fires up the fan base like a good restructured contract. <laughs> Just take some, take a little money away from him or well, something. Well, I, I think. I think Kellen Moore would be great at Washington, but you know, you know your Baylor and Texas football. I know my Washington, and I can't divulge who it's going to be. But a West Coast coach currently coaching is going to be offered the job at Washington, and I have to stop right there. Anyway, Ooh. we'll get to your college stuff in a second. I know. Listen, oh, mostly, you're not the only one breaking. You're not the only one breaking stories here. Okay, yeah. you're talking you about are very plugged in. Yes. Very Pac-12 plugged in. Of course, the Pac-12 now is like intramural football compared to, you know, some of these conferences. You know, I was thinking about this. I've always had this belief. Like, I have certain beliefs to be true. Young teams can't win NBA finals. Why? Because the refs swallow their whistles and more physical, thicker, older players push around kids. We saw it last year, Milwaukee with the Suns. Uh, we saw it with the Lakers in the bubble against Miami. That's one of my theories. You can't win a championship as a young team in the NBA because the refs swallow their whistles. Big advantage, older, stronger players. In baseball, can't win a World Series with a bad bullpen. You can't be giving up runs in the 7th, 8th, ninth. Can't win. In the NFL, to win a Super Bowl, you need like six players minimum, six to seven players having great years, like playmakers. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the Dallas players I think are playmakers. All right. Zeke has become a playmaker again. C.D. Lamb has become a playmaker again. Micah Parsons is a playmaker. Trayvon Diggs is a playmaker. Randy Gregory is a playmaker. And and I would say Dak is a playmaker. Um, I don't know the health of DeMarcus Cousins, but I think Dallas is now, in my opinion, is now qualifying as a Super Bowl team um, where they have like six guys that can make a play against the Rams, against Brady, CeeDee Lamb, Zeke, Dak, Micah Parsons, Trayvon Diggs, absolutely Randy Gregory, and, you know, potentially Demarcus Lawrence if he, whenever he comes back. Am I missing anybody? Is there an unsung hero on this Dallas team? Well, you know, Schultz has been extreme. I mean, he, mm-hmm. he's come on and, and he has become somewhat of a weapon. It's not every week 
But Dak loves him. And I think Pollard's a playmaker. I mean, I think he's just flat out, you know, you get him in space and he can do so, so many things. I mean, th- this is a team that honestly, compared to a lot of these other teams, is, is I think, loaded. And Zeke even said something to that effect today. We're that team, but we just have to, we can't afford to have these, you know, kind of like what happened to them last week. But no, I think yeah. you I think you pretty much. I think you covered it, and um, and I and I think that's enough to do something yeah. pretty special if you have that kind of um, if you have that many playmakers. And I think they're, um, I, I I just sensed it today after the game. I think there was a certain amount of embarrassment, anger, and then Fangio got them fired up. I mean, Vic saying, "I don't know sure. why you know everybody nobody's played them the right way," and from a coaching standpoint all the coaches took a little offense to that and in the the atlanta falcons had to bear the brunt of of that okay matt i look at the Cowboys' schedule <laughs> it really works in their favor i think dallas can end up as the number one seed in the nfc so they get patrick mahomes next and he's off right it's a perfect time to get patrick mahomes then they host the Raiders, interim coach, a little bit in disarray right now. Then they get, oh, Lord. Then they're going to get the Saints at home, so they're facing their number two quarterback. They go to Washington for Taylor Heineke. They face Daniel Jones on the road. They get Taylor Heineke at home. Then it's Kyler Murray at home and Jalen Hurts. I'm not right. Let's say they lose to Arizona. This this has a chance to be a number one seed, right? Right? Yeah, yeah. I think absolutely. And and for whatever reason, earlier this season they had a lot of things falling right for them with key players being out. And you just mentioned some of them. Some of these teams that are already down to their second quarterback. The 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 thing that makes this team different from even some of the teams that got on a roll is that they're just deeper. And you've talked about it, some of their playmakers, but I'm just saying even on down the roster, there was a team they had. It was pretty good several years ago under Garrett and they went yeah. to Atlanta and like one guy got seven sacks against them. He went off and got a nice contract out of it. I mean, he had like literally had six or seven sacks in one game against some backup tackle. And now the their their depth is good. I mean, Tyron Smith's still a great player, but he's banged up all the time. Like right. this is, you know, you see these NBA players that you're lucky to get 40 games out of them. You're, I think he's entered a stage in his career where you'd be extremely fortunate to get 10 games a year. He's still good when he's healthy. He's, a, yeah. he's about as good as there is out there, but, um, but they're, but they're, yeah, their, their old line is, I mean, they're for the most part, they can be really, really good. I, this, I think, I think you're onto something. And I think they showed that, that, that game against Denver was just one, horrible clunker which which does happen yeah 
let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on-and-off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Kumo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Okay, so I can't bring you on. We both have an incredible passion for college football. So I'm going to give you my spiel, and you can just push back on it. Congratulations to Baylor. Uh, They've done very well against Oklahoma. They're the only team in the country that shuts down Oklahoma consistently now, that offense. So three years in a row, I think, two or three years in a row. So everybody wanted Brian Kelly out. Notre Dame's back to being a top five program. Nick Saban first year lost to Louisiana Monroe. With Carson Palmer and Troy Polamalu, Pete Carroll went 6-6 six and six in his first year. Um, this stuff's hard. Harbaugh, one more win this year, will have a 10-win season for the fourth time. We love getting rid of coaches. But I look at Sark, and outside of the Iowa State game, the offense is not the issue. He inherited some talent, most of it on the offensive side. So my takeaway is, There's a lot of heat in him right now. It's the longest losing streak since whatever, the 50s. And my takeaway is, okay, I've watched Pete Carroll and Saban have embarrassing first years or embarrassing losses. Or do you believe Sark looks over his skis and there are people inside Texas that are thinking, we whiffed? 
Yeah, I think the we whiffed has has already started. That doesn't mean he can't turn it around. But there are even people who are saying, well, Herman, Herman was done better than this. I Herman is so difficult to get along with. Tom's hard to get along with. He 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 was such he could be to the media and everything. The thing you have to say about Sark and you know him is he's he's maintained his cool and his poise. But something that I don't know if Saban had to deal with uh, and I don't know. You know, if some of these other coaches had to deal with he, there's just some goofiness that happens. You know, there was a thing about the monkey and one of his assistant coaches and the, the stripper yeah. that, that. OK, so that happens. And then some coach goes crazy on a bus and somehow they decide to rally around that. The only pushback I would give you is that Kansas is a historically horrible oh God. program. Yeah. And, yeah. and so I guess what I'm saying is. At least when Saban did that or, or Pete did it at the start, they were taking over a program that had really, really fallen off. And people and I'm talking about the chancellor. I'm talking about the, the board of regents. They don't. And I'm sure Alabama's somewhat the same. They don't view it as, oh, Herman had run us into the ground. It's if we get the right coach, we should be able to turn this around quickly. They always think. It's, it's right around the corner. I'm just saying they're not going to fire him after this season, but he doesn't have much of a he, he just doesn't have much of a runway here. You know, I've always had this feeling about two programs in the country. After a while, Matt, we all are what we are. The two programs in this country that just don't win a lot. And even when they've had great runs, they've been quick are USC and Texas. And I tell people this all the time. They're glamour programs. So when they win, the networks love it. They put their mm-hmm. games on and they lose good assistance and the, the, they get into their fields. I mean, God, when USC was winning with Pete Carroll, 60 Minutes was doing specials on them. They were the talk of Los Angeles. And I tell people this that live in Los Angeles. They just they can never they could never do what Alabama's doing. It's just not – if you start looking at the Woody Hayes and the Bobby Bowdens and these coaches that have had these 25 Joe Paterno 30-year stretches, USC is good for about five years. Then the coach gets gassed up and goes to the pros, John Robinson, Pete Carroll, McKay. If you're big in L.A., it means the networks are looking at you, the NFL's looking at you. If you're big in Auburn – you're just big in Auburn. You're big in the South. And I feel the same way about Texas, though I don't have the insight you do, is that Austin is cool. It's the, everybody's favorite place in broadcasting to go to a game is L.A. and Austin. Everybody loves it. Texas hospitality, music, food. It's one of the great medium-sized cities in America. If a coach is good, they get gassed up. Uh, it's also, I think, USC and Texas, they're kind of glamour programs. They tend to be – they're a little finesse. They, they always feel like – you know, whereas like when Bama's good, it's about the it's about the intensity and the toughness. Mm-hmm. When Texas and USC are good, they're slick. They're fast. They're athletic. Mm-hmm. You take me inside to Texas because I just don't think they win as much. I mean, they don't win nearly as much as Oklahoma, but I think they're often viewed in that same strata. Yeah. Well, because they're so into branding, um, 
that's all they talk about that like it's going to enhance their brand to be in there. NFL scouts for years, and I guess this is still true, although they're just not getting that many players drafted. They felt even under Mac Brown that the culture there, like the the facilities were so gorgeous and the players yeah. were so pampered. And again, yeah. Alabama's got great facilities. Clemson has unbelievable facilities. Baylor has great facilities. But there is some sort of culture there that if you talk to enough NFL scouts, they'll go, we're leery of these guys because of the way they come out. Now, Charlie Strong tried to change that. And he had like the players, they couldn't wear earrings anymore. And they had to have certain, they couldn't wear ball caps in class. And he, he tried to go like way old school and that didn't work either. They didn't, and Charlie didn't get much time and that thing just wasn't going anywhere. So there is a, the finesse is not a bad way to put it. Um, there's a, there's a culture of softness that comes with them. And I think the, 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 the maddening thing to their fans, and they'll think I'm, you know, kitten with a sharp stick, but they look at Art Bryles years ago. They look at Matt Rule after that. They look at Dave Aranda, who aren't recruiting people in Texas's stratosphere, yet they're winning. Yes. And part of that is they know what they're looking for. And they know how to develop people. Gary Patterson used to be unbelievable that TCU and and he got kind of stale and, you know, his time has ended there. But it's I, I think that's they're always looking for the shortcut. You know what the shortcut for Texas was? Here's a guy in Sark that is, you know, they're winning national titles at Alabama. Unbelievable offensive mind. That's what we want. We want his offense. They don't they don't think about is Sark a great fit. What do we think about Texas? There's no um, the thing I would tell you about Texas is and, and like California's got great Pennsylvania, all these places, Georgia, they got great high school football. I'm not even saying it's the best high school football, which it probably is. But the coaches have such a togetherness and they protect their own that Sark has to overcome all sorts of stuff. Now, what he has for him is he's at the flagship university. But when he goes to those big six, a great high schools, the Allens of the world in, in Texas high school, they're immediately like outsider, outsider, outsider. Like Matt Rule at Baylor was smart enough to immediately hire some of the greatest high school coaches in Texas and get them onto his staff because the Texas High School Coaches Association is one of the strongest organizations in all of sports, maybe in all of companies or whatever. But I'm just saying you can't. So I just think Sark is in a is in a tough spot and, and things have gone against him. And I hope he does have time to go recruit. But think about it. He goes from Alabama. I just don't even think he had a great feel for what he was getting into. It was like, OK, we wanted urban. We can't get urban. Let's go hire the guy from Alabama. I, 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 I think he still doesn't have a clue what he's in for right now. All right, Mosley, I got Cowboys. Congratulations on Baylor. I know, listen, I follow you on Twitter. You get very excited. It's not a huge national brand, but it's a nice stadium on a river. I don't know what the river is. It looks very idyllic. I'm very happy for you. Mm -hmm. uh, I couldn't name six Baylor players, but I'm very happy for you. And this is a, you know, Baylor, is Dr. Pepper still based there? Is that their, still their big thing? Sure. It's where it's from. It's where it's okay. at the Dr. Pepper Museum. Yeah. Now, are you Baptist? 
It's a Baptist I, university. I am. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So did you go there because of that, or did you just like the girls? Why did why'd you, you go there? Try to convert me here from Baptist. <laughs> what, um, like BYU came in. I'm thinking the Mormons. I kind of enjoyed what they had to offer. Um, the I did marry a gorgeous tridel from Baylor, but I am a fourth generation. My great grandparents um, went to Baylor, and so it's it's a little like that. It gets in the yeah. family. And, yeah. you know, my daughter is it private wants to go there. It is private. It uh, is, well, let me guess. Yes. 11,000 people, 11, 12,000. Yeah. Somewhere in there. It's getting larger all the time. So I, I think it's actually up to like 14 or 15,000 now, which it, yeah, is bigger than like SMU, TCU, yeah. all those schools. So it's pretty, pretty decent size private school. Well, you should be very proud of yourself. Your school is good now. It's got things going on. You got the Cowboys, the Longhorns are just free falling and this all for you. You know, yeah. in Dallas, when you when you have a little bit of a negative Longhorn vibe, how does that play? Oh, it's okay. I mean, I've had producers that have wished I wouldn't constantly poke them with a sharp stick. You know, it's the whole, well, we, you know, a lot of Longhorns listen, but I think it's fine. There's enough people, people from outside our state sort of think sometimes what everybody in Texas roots for the Longhorns. And that is absolutely not the truth. But uh, people much like, you know, the Yankees or other places, uh, other teams, the Cowboys, people do kind of love to hate on Texas. And they give people a lot of reason to. I mean, there's there's I've got great friends that are with University of Texas. There's just a level uh, and there may be a school in California or Portland area uh, where you come from that you could say this about. There is a uh, there's a level of arrogance that comes comes with that uh, particular uh, school. But a lot of awesome people come out of there, too. Yeah. All right, buddy. Great seeing you. Yeah, I really enjoyed that last part. It's too bad you're going to edit it all out. <laughs> I don't edit shit, man. We let it, we let it fly. <laughs> okay, let's go with this. Matt Mosley at the volume. Thanks, buddy. You bet. You bet. I'll share more about the Baptist faith next time. At the volume sports, YouTube channel, Twitter, Instagram, rate, review, subscribe. We'll talk soon. Volume. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. 
They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 